I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 9, we read, Moving on from there, he entered their synagogue. There he saw a man who had a shriveled hand. And in order to accuse him, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He replied to them, Who among you, if he had sheep that fell into a pit on the Sabbath, wouldn't take hold of it and lift it out? A person is worth far more than a sheep. So it is, it is lawful to do what is good on the Sabbath. Then he told the man, stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out and it was restored as good as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might kill him. This is a miracle of healing and it's also a profound teaching. And the narrative reveals what's in the hearts of those who would demand miracles and even observe them. So the thread, you know, continues from what we saw in uh, chapter 11 about miraculous healings, uh, that those, those who demand signs and wonders, when they receive them, all that it does is further condemn them. And in, uh, in Matthew chapter 12, verse 14, we observe the Pharisees saw Jesus perform this miracle. Uh, but when the, the, the Pharisees, they go out and said they just plot to kill him. They, they plot the murder of Jesus because of the miraculous healing. Do you see the huge, do, do you see, do you see the, the huge polarity and the responses to Jesus' miraculous healing? So he's asked this question about the nature of, uh, the, the nature of the Sabbath, all right? And he's asked them a question to call them out for their hypocrisy. Like, look, if your sheep falls into a pit on the Sabbath, you're going to lift it out. You're going to exert energy. And the sheep, the sheep is not worth nearly as much as this human being. This, a person is worth far more than a sheep, verse 12. So it is lawful to do what is good on the Sabbath. The, the one thing we're told to do on the Sabbath is rest. There was nothing in the original Sabbath, there was nothing in the, the original Sabbath command that would forbid doing good. Jesus says this, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. But these guys were caught up. Uh, they were caught up in their legalism surrounding Sabbath teachings. So they're looking at proof of Jesus' lordship, but their takeaway is murder. They, they have been told by God himself with the direct authority of the Son of God that it is lawful to do something that is good on the Sabbath. But their takeaway is that their own technicalities have been defied, that their precious Talmud where they added in all these regulations regarding the Sabbath had been utterly disregarded and ignored, that Jesus was not behaving the way they wanted him to. And for that reason, they plotted to kill him. Rather than responding with indifference, they responded with hatred. There's no such thing as objectivity when it comes to the hatred of Jesus. And there's no such thing as neutrality when it comes to debating about Jesus. The one who debates Jesus' lordship does not get the objective title, does not get, is not to be granted a state of objectivity and certainly not to be given the moral high ground. Because in this case, for example, what's in their hearts was murder. They're not objective because you could perform a miracle right there on the debate platform and it would drive them likely further from God. There are some people who would then uh, profess to have faith in Him, it's true. And some of those people may be true believers. Others may be, just be rationally and temporarily convinced. 
You know, I, I know these. I know people who have borne witness to what they describe as physics-defying miracles, and they have some of the weakest faith I've ever seen. I know the people too have been walking with God ever since. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know this, that these Pharisees bore witness to the miraculous healing of a man with a shriveled hand, and their takeaway was to murder Jesus. Now, there are, there are other gospel accounts that describe what happened here, and they tell us of what happened in Jesus' heart. This, this is really, really cool. Jesus was angry as he healed this man. I'm going to give you another gospel account that complements this one. I'll show, you, I'll show you tomorrow exactly what's going on. But this was a fruit of Jesus' anger. That's deeply convicting for me because I don't have a whole lot of good stuff to show for my anger. But when Jesus got angry, people were healed. This man's shriveled hand was healed. That's deeply convicting. We'll talk about that one tomorrow.